We have been reading uh, chapter 6 of the Gospel of John all these, all these weeks, like at least for probably four weeks we have been reading this chapter 6. So Jesus has been telling the people who are listening to him that they have to eat his flesh and drink his blood. And people misunderstand this because they, they think that Jesus is speaking in a literal way. So it sounds like cannibalism or uh, something anthropophagous, something like that, right? So they have to eat his own flesh and drink his blood. So they cannot understand it. And as we saw last weekend, Jesus is speaking in a literal way. In some way, we have the Eucharist, which we Catholics believe is the own body and blood of Christ in a sacramental way. So today we hear that some of his disciples and some of the people who were listening to him, they said this is, this is hard to believe and to understand. What he is saying is, is so, so hard. And even some of his disciples went away. They came back to their former ways of life. But we also hear in the first reading, in the book of Joshua, that so Joshua was the leader of the people of Israel after Moses died. And Joshua is coming to the end of his life. So he, they are already in the land that God promised them. So Joshua is asking the people to make a covenant and to make a decision. You must take this decision. Are you going to follow the fathers, the gods of your fathers, the gods that people in this land are worshiping? Or are you going to worship and follow the God and the Lord who brought you out of Egypt and who has helped you in this journey of 40 years through the desert? So there is some kind of relation between these two readings. Oh, it's too hard, but what you are saying, are you going to leave? Are you going to go away because this is maybe too difficult for you? When I was in the seminary, that means not long ago, three months ago, I guess, uh, when I was in the seminary, sounds like long time ago, no. So in those eight years that I was in the seminary, many times I doubted of uh, this life in the church and uh, of becoming a priest and even of my own faith. There are some doubts. That's why when, I, when somebody says, I have doubts, well, I say, mm, me too. Um, but I was thinking, what am I going to do as a priest? Why should I become a priest? I could just go to a university and have a degree on something and be successful. I really love media and journalism. So I said, I can be a journalist and I will be the best journalist. And uh, I don't have to be a priest and I will experience so much uh, criticism. I will uh, experience, I don't know, maybe loneliness at some point in my life. Uh, uh, people, there are so, people, so many people who hate the church and I will be a leader of the church. So if they hate the church, they will hate me and I will be that image that they want to, uh, to erase and delete from the face of the world, of the earth, because religion is bad and the Catholic church is the worst. That's what some people say. So what the heck am I doing here in the seminary? I should just 
leave, go back to Colombia. When I came here to the U.S., I didn't know anybody, no friends, no family. So what am I doing here, right? That's, uh, it's normal to ask the Lord, ask myself. But I remember that the Catholic Church was the one who uh, has been always present in my life. I remember that when my family had to leave the countryside because of violence and we had to go to the city, Bogota, in Colombia, the Catholic Church was the one who opened the doors to us, who helped us to overcome uh, hunger and uh, all the problems that you might have in a city. If you come from the countryside and you go to the city, there are so many challenges and dangers there. It was the priests and the nuns, the sisters, the people in a community who helped me to grow my vocation, to have more character in life, to form my character. It was the Catholic Church, who, uh, the, the one that gave me meaning for my life. So I was like, I'm so grateful to the church. Why should I live? And wherever I go, I will have problems. I will have challenges and difficulties. So I stayed and look, now I'm a priest. Uh, so th that's great. I'm proud of that and I like it, right? But there are so many doubts that we might have about our faith, our church, our world. And this is not the only place where we experience challenges, where we have problems. In each one of your lives, in each one of your families, you know that no family is perfect. Pope Francis is this weekend in Ireland for the World Meeting of Families, and he repeats all the time, no family is perfect. So the question of Jesus uh, that he asked me, are you going to live then? Are you going, to, are you going back to your former way of life? What God are you going to choose at this point of your life? So I had to make my decision. And I see that many of you are challenged with that question. What is your decision? What are you going to do about your faith? And the gospel today tells us that Jesus says, my words are spirit. My words are spirit and truth. My words are spirit and life. And then Peter says, where else? Who else should we go? You are the one who has these words of truth and life. This is the place where we find this community, where we find this encouragement and strength to continue to live our lives. This is the God who has helped us in very difficult moments of our lives. Like the Israelites in the book of Joshua. So what God are we going to choose? And then the second reading from the, book of, uh, from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians talks about family and talks about marriage. And there are so many difficulties in marriage. Remember, when, when you get married, you say, I will, go, I, I will be with you in health and illness and richness and poverty and all of this. And, but sometimes people don't fight for what they like, for what they love. Sometimes in the same, in the, in, the, uh, in the first situation, in the first problem, in the first challenge that a couple experience, they want to uh, 
go away, separate. And I have to say, we have to go through each case by case, individual cases, but you, 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 before God and before the community, you, you said that you were going to be with this person. And maybe this person has an addiction, has some problems that appear during your union, during your marriage. Are you going to abandon this person with these problems and this illness? Or are you going to try to fight for this relationship of love? Are you going to abandon your children because they are in an addiction or they are bad at school or things like that? Am I going to abandon my priesthood when the first crisis, vocation crisis comes to my life? Those are questions that we need to ask ourselves and we need to ask ourselves these questions in the presence of God, in the presence of our own life story, how God has been present in my life, how is he present right now, what can I do to grow this relationship with him? Because that's the most important part, it's a relationship with Jesus Christ. This is not about the priests, the nuns, the sisters. When I told you the story that I stayed because of these priests, these sisters who have helped me, yes, but they fulfill their job, they fulfill their work. But now I need to grow in, a, in my own relationship with Jesus, and I stayed here, and I become a priest because of him. We cannot put our trust in human beings or in this building, we need to put our faith in Jesus Christ, the reason by which we are, we are here today and every Sunday or every day, the reason by which we, are, we have faith, a faith that sometimes is there because faith is a gift. Faith is always there. Even if you say that you're an atheist or agnostic or whatever, faith is there because it's, it's something human. Is something that God puts in our hearts when he creates us. The issue is that we don't develop, we don't nurture, we don't grow that faith. But at some point of our lives, we have this encounter with Jesus Christ that moves us to get closer to him and to grow our faith. Perhaps some of you have not experienced that. Perhaps you come every Sunday trying to find some meaning for your faith. Perhaps you come every Sunday asking God, I want to believe more. But I'm sure that if you continue to get closer to him by reading the sacred scriptures, by prayer, praying on your own at home, by teaching your children to pray, but by praying with them, by joining your community of faith, your faith will grow and you will, be more, you will have more strength in your life. And community is another thing that is very important. When challenges come, many times we cannot overcome these challenges alone. But if we keep together as a church, as a community, if you have other people who are strong in their faith, these people will help you grow your faith and will help you face these challenges when they come. So do not fight faith battles alone.
join a community here in church, talk to somebody who is a faithful Catholic, talk to a priest, but talk about your faith. Do not go away just when the first challenge comes to your life. The words of Jesus are spirit and life. Where else can we go?